Most students go over their notes when they study. They simply read and reread over and over again until they feel like they got it. This usually happens right before tests too. With all the pressure weighing down on them, they try to cram a semester's worth of class into one night. This isn't very effective at all. You know what is though? Self-quizzing. Hello, I'm Jose, and I'd like to welcome you to Permanent Learning, where you can learn effective study techniques that will help you get better grades, have more free time, and less stress too. Today, I'll be talking about effective studying. Effective studying with flashcards, to be a little more precise. See, flashcards are a lot more effective than just rereading to increase your understanding, retention, and ability to remember the information. The good thing about flashcards, too, is that they take way less time to go over than rereading your whole entire library of notes does. So that's a double win. You're going to take less time studying, and you're going to learn and remember more. Now, obviously, flashcards come from your notes, so you're going to need those to create a deck of cards that will help you study for the actual test. So make sure that you have every little bit of important information and relevant information that will be on the test to create your flashcards from your notes. Now, before actually making the flashcards and getting started studying with them, you need to follow a few rules to make sure that you're getting the most out of your flashcards. See, if you just write the flashcards, you get questions and answers on both sides and you just start going through them without much thought, you might as well just stay rereading because there is a very big benefit to using flashcards, but if you use them the right way. So in order to do that, there's three rules that you need to follow. The first rule being only one question and one answer per card. There's many classes where a question can lead to a list of answers. Like for example, in chemistry, you could your question could be, hey, what are the alkali metals? And you go through it and be like, oh, I think it's lithium, sodium, potassium, rubidium. And then you can't remember the last two, right? You black out on them and you're like, oh, well, I'll just read the back of the card. And you read them and you'll be like, oh, of course, they were cesium and francium. And because of the familiarity you have with these terms, with these names, you'll think you know it. You'll be like, of course, I know that. And you just not pay attention to it and move on to the next card. The issue here is you're falling for what's known as illusions of knowing. See, just because you're familiar with the terms that you missed does not mean you actually know them. And just like you blanked out during the flashcard question, you most likely will blank out in a test if that was the question. So to make sure that you are getting the most out of studying with flashcards, you want to break down that one card, what are the alkali metals to, what is the first alkali metal, what is the second alkali metal, what is the third, so on and so forth. This way, when you come up to the card, you will have to answer the actual term you will have to go through every single one of them from memory and make sure that you get them. That way you're not, oh man, but like, I know them. It's okay. You have to prove to yourself that you know them and that you are prepared for when they are come up as a question in the exam. Same with things like what are their properties? Same with things like the rest of the metal families in the periodic table. There's classes in accounting. Hey, what are the types of assets? What are the types of liabilities? There's a lot of different classes where this applies. Hey, what are the different organs in the respiratory system? So the way that you would study that is in class, you'll be given the organs in a specific order. So first organ of the respiratory system is whichever one is listed first, second, third, fourth, so on and so forth. And so 
that's the first rule. Again, one question, one answer per card. Yes, you'll have a lot more cards, but you'll also be completely sure that you know what you think you know, which is, I think, incredibly beneficial as compared to having less cards. Now, the second rule is to always give an answer. Now, this one might sound kind of obvious, like, duh, yeah, of course, there's always an answer to each card. But what I mean is, whenever you come up to a question and you cannot think of the answer immediately, don't just flip the card. Actually put in the effort to come up with an answer the best that you can to approximate to the correct answer. Because even if you're wrong, you benefit more from actually putting in the effort, answering, and then being corrected than if you just go straight to the answer. That's, in fact, it's almost like rereading. Like if you just, every time you can't come up with the answer immediately, you just flip it over, you might as well just reread. The reason why this works is you're actually putting in the effort to go through your mind, through the information that you have stored there, and you're actually trying to retrieve it. You're trying to get the correct information to that question. When you get it wrong and then you're corrected, the connections in your mind between your neurons actually strengthen, which means you're benefiting more from making a mistake and being corrected than from just completely giving up and looking at the answer. So that's rule number two, pretty standard, pretty simple to follow, is always give an answer, no matter how hard you have to work for it, no matter how wrong it is. Effective studying means you're not scared to be wrong because you will be corrected, and through that correction, you will learn. So just keep that in mind. It's okay to make mistakes as long as you're being corrected. Mistakes only hurt you when you don't know you're making a mistake. The final rule is to always shuffle your cards after you go through them. Why? It's very simple. As you study, your brain tries to develop different cues that help it remember the information better in the future. The problem is the cards themselves can become a cue. Now, doesn't seem like a problem because if you go through them, it's like, oh yeah, this question helps me remember that question. That's great, but when you go to the actual exam, chances are you will find them in different orders. So if question A is the cue for question B and they come in a different order, even if you could answer it every single time that you went through your cards, you'll have a harder time answering it if it's out of order. No, it sounds kind of crazy, but I dare you to try it. Go through your flashcards several times in the exact same order and then just completely shuffle them and you'll see that you will have a harder time with some cards that you normally get correctly that's just the way the brain works it's pretty crazy but the best way to counter this is shuffle the cards the more times you come through a card in different orders the more likely you are to develop other cues that are more reliable that you will be able to have there even if you're in an exam with questions coming in a different order okay so that's the three rules one answer, one question per card. Always give an answer and shuffle your cards after each round. Now, before taking off and closing this session, I want to share the one last tip, which is practice periodically. Do not just make the cards, go through them once, and then wait till the end of the semester to go over them right before the exam. What you want to do is go through them every so often. It doesn't have to be several times a day I recommend doing that for the first couple of days like just go through them in the morning then in the afternoon but then after that you can just go through them every other day or every 
two or three days. And you just keep going through them and you keep them fresh in your head and you keep going until you get them all right. And then you can start putting them away and going a little longer. But you kind of never really stop reviewing them. You just increase the amount of time between the reviews. And so it doesn't have to be a specific amount of time. Like I can't just give you a table that says, hey, the first time you have to wait a couple hours and next time you got to wait four, then you got to wait a day. It's general guidelines. It's a general framework. You can choose how much time between them, but just know you need to do it often and periodically and not just once and then leave it till the very end of the semester. And with that, I say happy learning and thank you for listening. Hey, if you found what was talked about today helpful, don't forget to subscribe and check out our website, permanentlearning.com for so much more about learning, about studying, about everything you need to get better grades, have more free time and less stress too. Have a great day.